All righty, folks, welcome to Behind the Buttons, our show where we recap the week and brainstorm the future of Two Buttons Deep, which is the fastest growing media company in upstate New York. I'm Jack. Today I'm joined by Back Nine Bry and the Buttonista because we are positively pushing Pilsner Porch Pints on the pergola, primarily at the bunker in Clifton Park. And Nailed it feels it. good. We always push Porch Pints here at Two Buttons Deep, both in the spring and the fall. You got to enjoy it before it goes away. Extend it as long as you can, right? Come yeah. On, keep it going. And obviously we're sipping Miller's, and we just want to give a shout-out to our newest follower on Two Buttons Deep, Miller Lite itself. The That's one a and huge only. button. That's that a big button. Verified. Miller Lite is officially in the world of Two Buttons Deep, and uh, I don't think they could have came at a better time, so cheers for that. Maybe they could have came before we hit 40K, so they contributed. But you know what? When we hit 50K, we'll say, you know who was there in the very beginning? Miller Lite. They were 40,000, <laughs> you know, 101 follower of our account. So yeah. it's been a long time coming. We authentically live the Miller Lite brand. We love it. And we've interacted with the account. But, you know, it's kind of like a celebrity in a way. Like you message them, you tag them, you wonder if they see it. Do they respond? Do they like it? But now we know for sure. They're going to be getting hit with all of our Two Buttons Deep content. Anyone with a blue check is uh, good in my book. They're, they're a celeb. They so. have a blue check, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, we are here at the bunker in Clifton Park, as we mentioned, and we ordered off of the brand new Two Buttons Deep at the Bunker specialty cocktail menu. You can only get it here in Clifton Park right now, and we ordered the back nine bucket. No, we didn't. That's a bucket of bottled beers. Well, it's the same concept. Banging no? beers. No, no, it's not get, from the menu. But regardless, well, you could. We got Miller Lights. You could. We got we got, we got Miller Lights. We you, put can't, them in, you can't we put, put these in a bucket. Taylor's number one rule of improv. You always say yes. We we poured the we poured the bottle into the I just don't want to do false advertising. All right. We got nine Miller Lights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you could get the Albany Ice Tea, Captain Jack's old fashioned, first sip club, the locked in. If you got a DD or if you don't drink, they got a nice lemonade. Back nine bucket, bucket of Miller Lights, and the three buttons deep if you want to push some boundaries. I love it. I think that's very cool. We got a flux on this. We have our own cocktail menu at one of our favorite places to push a porch pint or a cocktail made by their uh, their people behind the bar. Yeah, no, it's exciting. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, here on behind the buttons, we kick off each week with our peak of the week. Just kind of show you what we went through in the week. We we recap everything, but. Actually, we're going to switch it up a little bit. You can talk about your peak or you can talk about your pit because life is a series of peaks and pits. So, Brian, what are you bringing to the table today? Uh, I would say I'm bringing a pit. Okay. I'm bringing a pit. As we know, we're going to get into it. You, you saw the video, my Stein hoisting. We saw it. Um, I tried my best. Uh, the video didn't do it justice. You know, it was, uh, it was a great, great event. It was, it was tough, though. It was tough. There was a lot of people in there, small area. Great Oktoberfest at Swifties in Del Mar, but I just think it was hard to judge. Uh, congrats to the winner, another kid I went to high school with, but I'll tell you my pit. I'll tell you my pit. I was walking out of my job. I work with kids. Not going to tell you where I work, but I was walking through. Little kid screams from the field, ninth place Bry, what's going on? <laughs> and I'm sitting there just absolutely, like, I'm, I'm laughing, right? I want to call up my peak, but it was my pit. I, it brought me back to, you know, the days of, like, that, that one kid you didn't like and he was a bully. But, uh, hey, hey, props to that kid for, or, or his parents for letting him watch that video of me Stein hoisting. Um, I had another kid that was cheering me on there. So, 
to keep, you know, names out of it. But really cool, really cool to have that support while I'm there holding the Steins. What do you think Two Buttons Deep would be rated? Like, if we were on TV, <laughs> what would we be rated? PG-13. Um, I think PG-13. I think language gets you to the rated R. Usually it's like the F word threshold. So I've always found like myself to be probably the most rated R person. Mm-hmm. I've also done some nude content censored, of course. But um, <laughs> The June Farms live show was X-rated. Yeah, I've probably pushed the limits the most. But I would say as a whole, yeah, conceptually you're, you're PG-13 because back nine Bry Stein hoisting really isn't, it's not inappropriate. It's just stuff there that you have water. to be a certain age to understand. But yeah, I mean, we're not really into the game of like, we think about sometimes who we could offend and things like that, but really like explaining this to like your kid, like we're not at that level or like worrying one day what our kids would think about in terms of like the content that's on, on us and about us on the internet. So luckily we have a few more years to either clean up our act or go full blown balls to the walls. Uh, any, anytime I do like tend to swear like a really harsh word, I tend to, you know, try to blank it out. Sometimes I, Sometimes I've dropped an F-bomb, but, like, it's not because of the kids. It's because of my mom. My mom gets in my ear all the time. We get like, that. Brian, Brian, what, why do you have to say F? Why do you have to say Jesus Christ? I'm like, Mom, it's because, <laughs> like, you know, I'm, I'm out here having a good time. It I just, just love out. to swear. It's like, fun. I never grew up in a household where my parents swore or told us not to, but I just, I think it adds. I love vocabulary in general, and I love that vocabulary. So what's your fucking peak or your fucking pit? <laughs> fucking peak. Um, my peak just happened. I got off exit nine to get some gas before our most recent meeting. And the USA gas station that's right there is like notoriously cheap, but it's just convenient. And I pulled up and it's always very busy. And I'm like, shit, am I going to get in the right spot? And I pulled up at the one that we posted on Two Buttons Deep that was fully broken. Somebody smashed into it. And we posted about it. And for months, it's still been broken. And it's like my side where I pull up on my side. So I'm like, wow, that's a win in and of itself, like easy in, easy out. And I've always thought like as a buttonista, I just always felt like there would be a cool picture of me pumping gas. Don't ask me why, but it's like this dressed up girl is just doing a normal thing. Everybody has to get gas. We don't live in New Jersey. And I'm like, damn, this would be like a great gas pumping alpha pick. And I'm like looking around. I'm like, nobody's here to take a picture of me, nor would I ask. There's like a guy in like a Coca-Cola truck, like waiting for help or something. And I'm like, whatever, I'll let it go. But it's a peak that this guest thing is fixed. It's kind of a full circle moment from our content. Then, when we were in our meeting, or shortly after, shortly before, Kim fucking Kardashian posts pictures that were like low quality pictures, high quality moments or memories, and she's fucking pumping gas. I shit you not. She posted a carousel of images that looks like it almost looks like what the security cameras captured versus what she posted in real life. So it was sort of like a picture of her like shopping, a picture of her like at the gas station in like a zoomed in, like really pixelated POV. And then it's like her version of like the curated cute thing. And I'm like, how did she just get into my brain like that? All I wanted was a cute gas station pic. And then the person with like the most followers on Instagram in the entire world goes ahead and does that right in front of me on the same day at the same damn time. Kim. So who influenced who? Great question. I like, I mean, that's what I mean. It was like, it was a very weird moment because we all know I freak out about my peaks and I just thought that was like a cute, quirky thing. And then I elevated it. And then all of a sudden I checked my phone and it's right here delivered to me. Unbelievable. She, she did get booed at the uh, Rams Cowboys game. The other I day. saw that. I very saw that. Bad. She's going through a lot. Listen, Kanye's down bad. That's a buttonista podcast topic, but 
the amount of brain space that that family takes up in my own head, it's unbelievable. Incredible. So my peak was going to be seeing the most epic rainbow, double rainbow of all time in downtown Albany, but I actually got to give it to the bunker and say my visit to their grand opening at their North Greenbush location. I'm very jealous. Was actually the peak of my week. The bunker, Clifton Park is their second location, and they just opened up their third, and it's the first one they've built straight from scratch, and it is a spectacular facility. My lord, it's basically the Clifton Park bunker on the first floor, epic bar, beautiful amenities, a lot of space, indoor-outdoor action, and then you go downstairs to the bunker. That's where they got the name because their first location is in a basement, and it's a literal bunker with about eight uh, golf spots, another bar, and it's just one of the coolest places to pop up in North Greenbush of all places, but I think it's going to be super successful. You should definitely check it out, and if you don't want to check it out now, stay tuned because we're going to be throwing an event in about three months. It looked so cool. It gave me like Vegas slash like casino vibes, which I guess is the same thing. Like I feel like you can like lose yourself in this place in a good way. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I feel like we've, we're giving them the credit they deserve for building really unique and cool spaces in the capital region that make you feel as cool as you want to be when you're living here. People, people tend to get lost on the golf course or at the bunker though, like at indoor golf facilities. Like that's like a dude's dream. Like I'm out here. Wife is not texting. Yeah. Text the wife. Like, Ooh, you know, there's a group ahead of us. That's pretty slow. You know, like that's, that's their getaway. We didn't even mention how funny that was when we walked in here today, we came in right at opening and there's Brian surrounded by their whole staff, just privately golfing in a Mr. Rogers sweater vest. I mean, what better way to rewind? after you know unwind sorry not rewind after a long day he just had his private like golf session it yep. was you're getting special treatment here yeah you know what it was a wonderful day in the neighborhood and uh, <laughs> <laughs> had a great time out on that course and the the staff was you know very accommodating they got me my miller light they you know hooked me up on a nice you know course that they you know look at you getting it, to your it head it was awesome it was awesome so well i'm glad myself. it was better than your saturday brian <laughs> it was let's it jump was. right into it big Big uh, endeavors of our week was the pursuit of making it to the finals of the Stein hoisting competition. Somebody from Two Pines Deep. It's all we wanted was some representation in the finals. They had about 20 events leading up to it. We just had to win one. We sent Brian because you had a pretty epic battle last year at Center Street Pub. You lost down to the wire because what was the reason? I competed, I competed in, in women's. women's. I know. <laughs> and you circle back this year. You go to Swifties and... It didn't go according to plan. No, it didn't. We, you know, we got there a little early. Um, there, you know, there's a little delay. I want to know the, you know, the amount of people that were in each one because this one had to be one of the largest events that they had. But Swifties. I thought that'd be good for you. It's your hometown bar, hometown it, hero vibes. It was like, did that pump you up, or do you think it made you a little weary? You know, it was almost like a field goal kicker getting a timeout, like an icing call. They're like, you know, timeout. You know, he's got to, you know, reset his whole kick. Yeah, That's too how much it was. time. Yeah, it was too much time being there. It was too much time. It was supposed to be three thirty and four fifteen. Well, I told you, no, I told you, for, I told you, you guys from the get. I said it's going to start around four. Four, but it ended up being like five thirty. Okay, which is, but I know, heard you showed up at like nine a.m. No, I I definitely cracked a beer at my house at like eleven thirty twelve. We got there at what, like two thirty three, John. Way oh, too early. We got early. there like one thirty two. Way yeah. too early. Oh boy. 
Yeah, two one, buttons deep time. You got to roll up at the event. Jonah, what happened like right when I walked in to Swifties? It was like immediately I got grabbed and I was in conversations immediately. Yeah, that's, that's the hometown spot. One hundred percent. Um, you know, I I enjoyed it. It was fun, but I think I should have gone to a smaller event. Oktoberfest is great, but there were sixteen competitors. That's really hard. You know, sixteen guys. That was mm-hmm. that was tough. So, uh, you know, not not to be a, you know, cheat, but I wish I went to a smaller event. I went, you know, there were a lot of competitors. It was tough. I and think, you, well, what are you going to say? What? Uh, I mean, you gave a valiant effort. Thanks. But, you, you you know, you started getting the shakes. And once you get the shakes, there's no coming back from it. No, no. And it was cold. Like, that. my arms were cold. My legs were cold. Like, my socks, they were thin. Yeah. They were thin. Uh, everyone had, like, you know, nice warm clothes on. Here I am, like, in my <laughs> – it was so tight. I felt like – it, 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 you know, they weren't bad, but like, I don't know, tight on my, my hips, tight on my hips. It was tough. It was tough. But, um, you know, we made it work. Uh, did you? No. Made the costume work. I'm saying. Oh, okay. It busted <laughs> twice. I started dancing to staying alive doing, you know, I was doing a little disco and it popped again and, and drew, you know, fifth place, you know, good with embroidery, you know, stitching up stuff. He, he hooked it up and wow. got, got some duct tape, put it back together and. I meant what I said. I commented on the video and said you're best dressed Bri, and I was really impressed with your look. I thought you had the best of the day. You brought the energy, but I guess hindsight's twenty twenty. but, like, did you think you could win? Like, how do you feel like you actually performed out of 16 guys? Like, what number were you to drop? I want to say I was in the top, top court. I, I would say I was in, what, fifth place probably? Yeah, I was literally in half. fifth. Top, top half. half. Top yeah, it's not sure. bad. It's not bad. No, and so you're the front nine, not the back nine. No, I'm the, I'm the, yeah, I'm on the front nine. But as, as you pan, you know, in that video, you're panning. You see all these people laughing, laughing, laughing. And then it's just my dead straight face. Like I like had a plan going into it. Back up. I remembered what that guy at Center Street told me from the last video. Focus on something, and that's what I did. That's exactly what I did. Well, unfortunately, you had more than just a trip to Boston on the line. We had made a bet two weeks ago on this exact show. Uh, because after a slew of losses on company time and dime, uh, you, this was kind of your last chance to prove yourself as our go-to competitor. I, you know, I, that, that's unfortunate. You know, I know I have something in the bag. A lot of impossible, you know, one in 1,000 chances that I was out there competing in, but here I am. I will I'm give a man you of credit. my word. We did forget about you winning Twisted Tea Olympics back in uh, January. Yeah, but that's more of like a company event, but still. I still that was a company event, but um, still blew you guys out of the water. Doesn't, you know, doesn't change. Blew that. us out of the water is an extent, but <laughs> I, uh, you agreed. I, you agree, I mean, bottom line is you agreed to this bet, and you have to change your name on social media to Ninth Place Bride. Ninth Place Bride. From Back Nine Bride to Ninth Place Bride. Absolutely. Uh, let's do it. All right, so this is what I'm saying. We're we're doing we're not changing the whole handle. No, the no, handle no, 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 no. So this dangerous. is really relatively yes. low stakes yes. for you. I think we just need to In memorialize this. You just need to see this every day and yes. channel because I think I think you uh, could have done a little better job training. Yes, I that's think true. you could have put a little more heart and soul. I think you could have installed like an iron rod on your arm or do a little something to pull the W for us because that's what we need. Should yeah. I do in all caps? Hey everybody, it's ninth place, Bry. Or what? No, no just nope. literally, place just so it's so subtle, but it's there and it digs Ninth? and it stings and it No, burns. not the bio. Not the bio, your name. Name right here? Username. Username. Wait, no, no isn't that the handle? That's, the, oh, that's the handle. That's the handle. All right. Yes. And then you have to change your pronouns, too. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Loser, losey. Yeah, to he lost. <laughs> he, oh, he that's lost. funny. I don't think they recognize that. Or to, you know, uh, ninth place. Uh, ninth place, Bri. Ninth place, Bri. 
And there we also heard uh, we heard that they called you ninth place Bree. Ooh. At or, your hometown, this, yeah, back someone, nine Bree. Back was, nine Bree. Sorry, at your hometown bar, that's got to sting, yeah, right? Who, who was it? Jason, Jason Go of the Jason Goff. Goff yeah. Jason Goff. Mm-hmm. See, I got his name wrong too, so it, it panned <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> so that's tough. Competing yeah, in women's is back nine Bree. Do you feel like you learned anything from last year to this year? Like this is also your second go. I, you know, I didn't. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can tell. I, I went. I went into Center Street like so positive. Like I didn't know what I was going into, so that probably helped. I think I got. In my head a little bit, you know, getting on the training early. I'm, but you know, I I feel stronger. I think I did too much training. Too In much hindsight, training. I mean, I I now know that it would have been extremely difficult for you to win. So Jonah texts me, tells me that you lost, but he said, "Don't worry, we're all locked in on competing again tomorrow because you had unlimited tries to win one of the qualifying events." Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, "Perfect, all right, you lost the event. That's okay. You got one more chance." To redeem yourself. It is the last time. And it's the original place you lost. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, that's great. I'll plan on it. I wake up. I send you a text. I go, you ready for round two or what? And what did you say? I said my eyes were barely open. I was watching my Giants. That got a win. They got a win in London. So I was so hungover. I, you know, I got there at what? two one thirty two. We stayed at Swifties. Jonah and Drew ended up leaving. And I said, I'm, I'm going to stay. It was my buddy's birthday. We stayed, went to Real McCoy, Real Men Wear Pink. And then it was my buddy's birthday, so we went downtown and got the boot. So essentially, I was out from 1.30 to 1 a.m. And the next morning, I woke up at 6.45. And it was just an absolute bender of a day. It was tough. And uh, I, I, I couldn't make it there. I couldn't make it there. It was, it was that bad. And I haven't been that bad in a while. And I think I'm pretty good with my word of coming to events last minute. That was just tough. That was tough. It was tough for us, too, because Jack and I had a lot of conversation the next morning about the loss, what we were going to make of it, because while it's all in good fun, we have some stuff on the line on the client side where we're like, God damn, if that video isn't worthy of an epic post, we need to make good on this promise because, you know, what they wanted on the client side is for us to get to the finals and be there to document it, because if one of us weren't in it, us going to document the finals really doesn't benefit anybody, especially on our side. So Jack and I had some difficult conversations, I would say, on Sunday morning, God's day. We weren't we weren't pleased. No, we weren't pleased. Especially that the hangover was the 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 excuse. Oh. I have you ever heard of liquid IV? I I, Buddy. I, I, I have. I'm sorry. Buddy. Was, you ever heard of sucking it up? Yeah. No, I, I have, and I feel like I suck it up a lot. I don't know. It was a lot the next day. It was a long, long day before that. 12, 12 13 hours of socializing and drinking, which that's, that's me, but like not that, that was a long day. Then waking up with four hours, five hours of sleep. I've done tremendous things hungover. I don't know about you and guys. And I have but- to. I, I have to. I feel like, you know, I feel like, you know, a lot of podcast. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. You know, we get it. We you get it. The call. You we get the it. Call, but- baby, I'm ready to go. Oh, well, we have to give. Taylor the call because you didn't answer the call. I did answer, That's but right. I just couldn't well, you, show up. You answered it and you said no. No, you didn't even say no. You you said I'm not. I, I'm not sure. And then you went radio silent. I was literally dead, dying, slowly dying. So that's why. <laughs> Understood. Understood. You guys well, ever been there? Come on. Now. I think you should uh, uh, thank Taylor thank for you, stepping Taylor. up on God's day, giving up her plans of watching there, football and shouting at the television. And uh, she came out to Center Street Pub for an event you should have been at. Uh, yes. You should have been in it for one reason because, A, two reasons. A, 
nobody was there. Everybody was hungover, I guess. And the there were six contestants total among both genders. Six. You had 16 men. We had three guys, three girls, and one of the guys was the same guy who beat you last year, and the only reason he showed up was to beat you again. Yeah, so that definitely that definitely hurt when I when when I heard about my man showing up. Uh, my man, my man, my, <laughs> my man. nemesis. Shout out Tom. You know, yeah, <laughs> he's just like he's like MySpace Tom. Like he almost looks like him. Like he he's just this like generic man that you know apparently showed up for you. Wow. Um, it was it was pretty crazy. So yeah, it's, it's it starts just six people, literally like no energy. It's just us. We brought some guy to have a sign for Taylor, and he was the only person watching. It was so funny, and uh. Everybody drops out. Taylor's doing well. I have full faith that Taylor's going to win this event. And it drops down to the guy, his girlfriend, and Taylor. And there's just an empty spot. They're in like a weird triangle around the table. And there should be one other person there making it, it a I couple's thing. And uh, a couple's thing. you were nursing yourself in bed instead. I, I was. I was. And you want to know what? There's still one Friday. I can still make it if you guys are still willing. Nah, nah. nah. I, th- I think we just got to eat the L this year because Taylor, unfortunately, got got the shakes as well. Yeah. She it, got the shakes. It, it's tough. Maybe, it's a lot. Maybe, you know, may, maybe you step up next year, Jack. I'd love to see you do That's the That's the only issue that I take with the whole thing is that Jack is not giving us our full credit. I think you're like whoa, a little. No, I, I really. It's out there. Because you, you always think like. Because you're behind the camera, you call the shots, you think it's like, come on, you guys, she should have got it. You just should have got it. And it's not that easy. And I'll say, I really did think I could win this. Like, I actually go to the gym. I wanted to do it. And No, I didn't mean that against you, but like, yeah, I, I like I lift weights all the time. Like, I really thought I could actually win it. So I was kind of excited to do this. And when I saw it was kind of empty and all of that, but it is a lot harder than it looks. Um, I made some critical errors as well. We don't need to run through them all. But I think in le- until you're in that position, that was like one of the first things on camera that I'm like, I'm literally doing. I mean, I literally almost did a full back bend trying to keep that thing up. I saw it. And, you know, you were out of 16, so I definitely have more sympathy for you now that, like, I don't know if you could have won. Even if he was at Center Street, could, that guy could have won. Like, we did our best, and we can't win them all. But, like, as a whole... I wanted to go to the one in Colt. Like, there was company errors made that deterred us from getting a win, not just our athletic ability, because we had multiple chances. We did not do them. And you're until you're the one that's holding this thing, it's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah, and, I, you know, it's it's funny. The kid that won, too, he was pretty tall, long arms, so, like, you never know. I thought I had a good shot being short, stocky, short I don't arm. even know if, like, physical specimen, I, like, I don't know what. There's sure there has to be so many factors. Some, but my, my shoulder is absolutely ruined, too, but not another excuse, I'm telling you guys. It's not another excuse. Just ruined. bringing it up. Just well, talking like, about the shoulder. There was one kid that, like, wrapped around the handle and grabbed the whole glass like this. So I thought that was kind of – I my eyes were kind of focused on him. Like, is he cheating right now? He's definitely going to win. Um, that was definitely a weird – like, it It was a little – it was tough with 16 people. I'm, in, I'm very – I actually room. am genuinely curious about the finals because doing 20 events like this is no joke. I mean, that's a lot of people in the Capital Region, like, put themselves up to this, especially on a whim. Like, we came out for a purpose, but most people, like, maybe you're just at the bar and somebody taps you on the shoulder and says, hey, do you want to hold this thing for a minute? But all in all, good effort. You both gave a good effort. I'm proud of you both. 
I know you gave it your all. I never I never talked down about it. I was just bummed if we didn't win. I know, I but you like again, if you want to win. And listen, I had the longest arms. And I got noodle arms, so I'm not our best case to win this. I, I, I understand this. I just, yeah, I just I'm want you to know that, I'm not saying I can do like, better. Yeah, I know it's all. hard. I've done it. Yeah. Um, I will give it a whirl next week, or next year, though, because I think we got to go all in, and someone's got to win someone's it. Gotta Someone. win. Yeah, someone's got to win. Yeah, I think next year we play it up, but at the end of the day. So maybe our next hire, we just look at their arms first <laughs> <laughs> before anything. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I start, you know, getting to the gym. I know we talked about training, John. I'm ready to get to that boxing gym that you're always going. I'm ready there to we go. go. Ready to go. Speaking of gyms, we saw an epic in-home gym at our latest 2BD Cribs episode. Had a lane pool, a gym, a golf simulator, and a $3.5 million mansion. We actually discussed this last week, but we had to cut it for certain reasons. And we just want to bring it up again because this whole video that we did to promote a nice house in Saratoga turned into a little bit of turmoil, and it's still uh, simmering in our inbox right now. I wouldn't um, even say promote, though, because, like, we weren't promoting it. We weren't. Like, that, that needs yeah. to be clarified. Went, so Taylor and I went in blind to do our series, 2BD Cribs, where we highlight homes that are for sale. We learn about these homes from the realtor who's trying to promote it. Uh, we don't get paid from them. It's not a partnership. It's just a good service we do. Yet. If you want to advertise on 2BD Cribs, we'd love to monetize, well, but we're not right now. We want a different, we want someone else to advertise. No, we don't I know. want the I'm realtor because we don't want them to have creative control. Like this kind of ended up happening. So we do this whole shoot at this glorious mansion right off exit 15 in Saratoga, Wilton area. And great shoot. We have, and during it, we were like, who the hell lived here? Yeah. They got up and left real quick. Uh, a lot of their, it was fully furnished. They didn't take any of their stuff. And they just said, yep, this family moved. And we were like looking at the books, looking at everything, trying to decipher who the hell could afford this. It was the nicest house on the block. Biggest house I think I've been to in the capital region. And just a glorious piece of property. So we don't, we don't ask. We just put it together. We do our thing. We post our video. And a little bit of chaos broke out. Yeah, so basically... People on the internet uh, had found out that this house uh, was originally owned by a pretty controversial figure here, a villain in the Capital Region, an eye doctor who Two Buttons Deep had actually covered probably 12 or 14 months prior, who was suing the local prime butcher shop for enforcing mask laws, blah, blah, blah. And he got himself in a huge shitstorm. People started looking into his eye doctor practice and things that he was doing wrong, suing him. He was suing the butcher shop. He uh, ended up redacting that that you know lawsuit, all of this kind of stuff, and basically got run out of town by all the negative press that he was getting. So we truly had no idea at the time of filming that this was this person's home nor is this person involved in the shoot in any way. They don't live here. They're out of town. The realtor's trying to sell the house. She reached out to us. We post it. You would have thought, based on the people that were commenting, that this guy was, like, doing Jeffrey Dahmer shit in, his, in this house. People were so mad. They were looking up public records. They were posting. They created a whole new Instagram account. What's the Instagram account? It's called like Hot to Trot, Hot and Stuffy. I don't even know. Hot and Saucy. Proving all the documents that we covered it. They think we're like trying to promote him, even though he was literally on our shit list. Do you remember him? Dr. Quia? Yeah, yeah. yeah, And he doesn't even live here anymore. Reminds me of Zerg. Yeah, he literally got canceled from the Capitol Region, partly because of us. Like we put him on blast as he deserved it. 
And his family got up and left. They literally moved to like North Carolina or something and to start a new life, which is probably, you know, the right resolution to this. So we did this whole video not knowing it was the guy who we kind of scared out of town, got out of Dodge because of us. And then we're in there like glorifying the house because it was beautiful. Nice place. And it had to be real bad to give that up. Oh, yeah. And to me, like, I've, I think I've said this before, like when... When it comes to real estate, for a lot of people, real estate is emotional. When your parents sell your child at home, there's people that are attached to that and upset by it. And for whatever reason, as much as I love homes and I love memories and all that, I'm not really attached to physical places like that. Houses, apartments, like I can get up and move and be perfectly happy. So to me, it wasn't a big deal. Like this guy doesn't live here anymore. It's not his house. Like who cares? He's gone. The comments were as if we sat on the couch with him and put our bare bums in, in the hot tub and like, you know, had a fucking day and like made this guy the star of the show. Unless you took the two seconds of like, nosy googling to be like i want to know who lives in this 3.5 million dollar house you would never know and i don't think it impacted the integrity or the quality or the reason behind the show whatsoever because a, a crib a house is an inanimate object it's like you assign the meaning and the value to it it's just a house so the fact that people got so butthurt about it i mean i would say for the first time in the dms we're being like borderline harassed like someone that won't let up because in my experience any issue, controversy that Two Buttons Deep has gotten ourselves into over the past, you know, five years, typically even the bad ones blow over within 48 hours. It's kind of over. The next big thing has happened. Something's gone on in the news that's relevant. And for some reason, this person in particular is absolutely relentless because the fact that we simply will not give him the time of day and address his concerns, which I don't even know what his concerns are. He's just saying, do you know you featured this house? And we have not responded. Well, it's like, it, it, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Pete. You know, it was a touchy topic during the whole thing with, like, COVID and stuff. And this guy was on the news. And it was obviously a wild situation. Wild, oh, yeah. Wild court case. I, why he took it down. But, like, you guys went, you know, went and blinded doing this awesome segment. And people, people took it the wrong way. People don't know everything that goes in behind the scenes and... That's and he's just a run-of-the-mill D-bag. Like, he's just a bad person. Like, he didn't yeah. do anything. It's not a serious. Yeah, people were commenting, like, it's bad omens. You don't want to live here. And the realtor's like, oh, my God, I'm literally just trying to provide for my family. And like, he's just what, a prick. Like, what it's can just, you do about the guy's it? just a loser. Yeah. Like, you don't know. People do domestic violence. I mean, God forbid. But, like, they, other shit goes on in houses that you don't know about. Unless it's, like, a literal murder. I don't know how you could say a house has, like, bad vibes. Just get some sage at your local witchy boutique and call it a day. Yeah. But this guy, I mean, I think we should call him someday because he was threatening to call on some of our uh, near and dear friends. Like, he was threatening us. Yeah. He's like, I'm calling this guy to tell him what you did. And we're like, dude, no, he, today he nobody said to cares. Me, today he said to me, see you never, bye. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to unfollow you and, and tell, tell everybody all my friends. Tell everybody to unfollow you. And I'm, see you never, bye. I'm like, yeah, that's th the goal. See you never. You're a weird hater that has the weirdest axe to grind potentially of all time. Speaking of things being gone forever. Oh, boy. Just block them. Our post of the week. Water slide world. The final slides are up for sale. They've demolished about 80% of the facility that we all knew and loved growing up. And the intact slides are for sale. So we compiled, we asked people where they should go. And I think we kind of created this beat probably four or five episodes ago on this show. We talked about what we should do with the slides. And we literally named the episode Central Water Slide Warehouse. Mm, something, something like, like that. that. 
And I think that's a great idea. Converting. Can you imagine if Central Warehouse was a giant water park, like the great, the great escape one? That'd be wild. It would, really. A roof, a rooftop, a rooftop uh, water slide. Yep. Just all the way down, wraps around. Mm. So that was actually one of the suggestions. But I just want to know your favorite suggestion and where you think it should go. Um, you want to know what? Put it right in my hometown, town of Bethlehem, town park <laughs> pool. Put it there. I love right it. There. I thought Snake Hill in Saratoga was good. It's an unused piece of property, and people love Saratoga Lake. Not everybody can access it. What if you could do a big-ass slide down there? And Saratoga Lake's pretty slimy, so you might have a really uh, wild time getting in there and getting your, your feet wet, so to speak. The place I'd like to it to see it is the new Lincoln Park Pool in Albany. They just, they're doing this huge renovation of a pool, which I've gone in a couple of times since I moved to Albany. And that would just be a spectacular feat. But I think the most realistic option is Great Escape. They got the money and the resources, and they're two miles away from it. They could just yeah. eat it on over, set it up among their other exhibits, and then you go down Waterside World. I like the Slip 12 a lot, too. Right? Oh, that's so funny, yeah. That would, be, yeah I literally would, that would be awesome. Just like... Bring your suit, you know, $5 to go down the slide just once. You just know? for nostalgia just like, purposes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They well, play the song on repeat the whole time while you go down. Just Fortunately, if you're me, you don't even need to pay 5 bucks to do that. Tell oh us boy. more. Our peak into the week, which I've been hinting at for three or four weeks on this show now, is one of the most epic stunts I've ever done for the content and just for my own personal thrill. I took my beloved Corona mobile. And I went down the slide at Waterside world. I am the very last person, not only in the capital region, but the world to ride down the slide at Waterside world. That's incredible. I sent it. It was one of the most complex missions we've ever pulled off here. It took multiple trips up there. There were a lot of hoops to jump through and one Dillagaff shirt to buy before I had the balls to trespass. We might get in trouble for this. I went up there. We ran up. I won't even say who was with me, but I literally sent it down the slide. It was one of the twisty, turny ones. I tried, I, my original plan was just to do one of the easy, straight ones and just like, you know, kind of call it a day. But by the time we got into it, that was already demolished. All the easy ones were demolished. So I had to climb up the hill with my scooter and go down like the twisty, turny one, and then send it into a pit of despair, which was three feet of water that was not good water. water. It was not water. Water, Not water you could see the bottom of. It was a all-natural pond with frogs and debris and my Corona mobile and my face inside of it. I did a full dive into it. I... One of the most traumatic things almost happened during it, so I'll save that for when the video comes out, but that is our peak into the week. Get and, ready, uh, giddy the fuck up. I think it's going to be one of the, the, the craziest things we've ever posted. It's going to be something people reference to me, hopefully, for the rest of my life, and uh, I'm just happy I... Did not get demolished before the slides did. I hope, Brian, you realize how strategic this all is, right? Jack yep. positions you and me to be losers. He gets to talk about winning with Granny, sliding the slide, being infamous in the Capital Region. And he pits you and I against each other to be people that have to take the L and wear it on our forehead. And oh. all he gets to wear is a Dillagaff shirt. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm the one actually shirt. pulling out the W's. It's not my fault my Those wiener are not dog W's. is... That's not a W. That's, a w, that's a w video. 
That's, right? That's the biggest W there WSW is. W is not right. a W. That is a W. I'm the last person in the world to ride down. You didn't the ask legend. anybody to come with you. Oh, like you would have done it. You were my getaway driver. You wouldn't even I come was. close to it. She had she a mask parked on. on. She, she, parked on the, she parked on the other side of Route 9. That was the closest she would get. Everybody needs an accomplice. It I was, had an important role in that job. Very 100%, important. And I did what I did. But I'm just saying, we're not mad. We're just still thinking about the fact that Jack only wants to be involved in content when he thinks it's a win. And we have to compete and hold out our arms. Sorry, I thought <laughs> you guys could have won as well. I had faith in you. <laughs> We're, you know, deep down, we're all winners. But We're uh, all winners. We're all winners. We are. But, uh, and this video truly has brought me so much joy just being part of it. The memory alone, no matter what trouble we get in. Because, listen, this could backfire. He could be in handcuffs. We don't know. Yep. But I hope you all the best because clearly, as you said, with Waterside World, this beat, we are manufacturing this beat. We're the ones talking about it, whether it's on this podcast, on our page, and that's all you. And now other people are writing about it. Now other people are talking about it. So... The work that's being done here on Behind the Buttons, even though people act like it's going unnoticed, it's not going unnoticed Never. whatsoever. There we go. All right, so stay tuned for that video. Stay tuned for what we have in store for the rest of the week on Two Buttons Deep. And we will see you next Friday on Behind the Buttons. Thanks for listening.